When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of. I'm Jason, a guy who thought he was honest. And I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery. And we're going to talk about honesty today, which is, uh, we've done that once before. We have an honesty episode, but we decided, I believe, that we're going to try to do a spiritual principle each month this year, the new 2022. I know it's been 2022 for a few weeks now when you're <laughs> listening to this, but it is fresh as we record it. Yeah, just starting for us. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into that. Some of our recap, I definitely wanted to go back and thank everybody who's donated to the show. You can donate on our website, recoverysortof.com. There's a donation tab, and uh, you can click right on that and, and set up a donation. And we appreciate that. Um, Sarah and Julie, who are our regular monthly contributors, they've signed up to do that every month. We really appreciate that. Sarah actually reached out to us. She shared her spotify year in review with us and it is a shit ton of minutes she listened to it's like wow almost 1500 minutes of wow thank you so much us bullshitting it's probably more than i've listened to i <laughs> i was like i hope it was helpful <laughs> that's i hope it wasn't a total waste of time um and another thing we made a another top list another top recovery podcast list and the, the Sober Gratitudes podcast actually reached out to us and shared it with us. Um, they said we were on there along with them. And you can find that on, I can't read all that, but it's some sobriety podcast on Feedspot list. And we were like number three. And I was like, damn, that's awesome. awesome. And we got yeah. a couple of uh, Christmas donations, which was really nice. Oh, like yeah. End of year Christmas thing. So thank you. Everybody who's contributed. And we definitely appreciate that yeah and, and that money listens. goes to help people in recovery we don't keep any of it or profit for any of it you know yeah jason has set up a way to to donate that back to the recovery community so any donations or or sponsorships that we get all go to helping other recovering people yeah yeah we're not over here getting rich uh actually we just just found out that some of our donation money went to a family that I think it was a single mom in recovery, didn't have any Christmas gifts for her kids. Like maybe she was fresh in. I don't know the whole story, um, hmm. but I was being told that, you know, some of our money helped to supply some things they needed for the kids. And I don't know, warm my heart a little bit. It was, it's always nice to feel like you're doing something. Yeah, that's definitely pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So on with the honesty. Uh, I don't have any idea what the hell we said on our last <laughs> honesty episode, but I, I did find it fascinating that. We're going to record this today, and last night I lied. <laughs> I I texted my daughter something that was not true, and, and I was like, well, 
you know, justifying it. Well, it's, it would be true, right? They haven't said anything because they're nice people, but they would say this thing that I said they said. <laughs> wow. Here I am, lying, right before honesty. And I, so I vaguely remember the last episode on honesty, and what I remember taking away from that, going into that, I would have said that I'm a completely honest person. And when we came out of that one, I realized that I was not a completely honest person and that I had some areas in my life that I was still dishonest. And coming into this one, I realized I think I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) That the areas that I'm not overly honest in, you know, like I'm okay with that. I don't know that uh, any principles or, you know, these morals that I need to live by are like, 100% all the time, no matter what, you're just honest. Like, I don't know that, I mean, it's possible to live that way, but I don't know that it's the best way to practice that principle or any principle for that matter. Yeah, which is fascinating. And I think that might be a a recurring theme. I guess we'll find out as we go through this year and do a spiritual principle each month. The idea that like, I've always considered that these are, you know, checked or unchecked boxes. Like you're either honest or you're not. And, you know, my, the information I've always been given is like, you just get honest. Like that's what's just what you do. You're honest in all cases, all the time, no exceptions. And if you're not, you're going to pay the spiritual price for it. And reading some information about honesty and this idea, like, uh, it's, you know, they talked about being honesty, being a, a virtue and that Aristotle's view of virtues was that you were supposed to find the balance between two opposites right it's not necessarily that like with a virtue you're supposed to just do it or not do it it's like finding the the middle path as buddhism would say with all these things and i i think what i realized going into this episode a little differently like i I was the same way as you last time i was like yeah i'm I'm an honest guy that's (laughs) just what i am right and i realized i wasn't and now this time realizing just how many ways i'm not honest was what I was thinking about coming into this. I mean, you know, and the ways that I'm totally okay with not being honest. If if I think the world is messed up, then I'm fine with being dishonest to make it work to my advantage, right? If If I had, if I was seeing people who were trying to get government benefits and to me, the government benefit system like disqualified them over some bullshit, I'm totally lying and I don't give a fuck about that. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> bullshit. Like, well, I, I tell you what is it. weird. So you, you've talked a little bit about your situation as a counselor. And I know like with my uh, health insurance, it doesn't cover couples counseling or family counseling. And I've heard other people describe it the way you're talking about. But when uh, my wife and I went into couples counseling, it wasn't covered and we had to pay out of pocket. And I wanted, you know... I, I didn't feel right asking them to lie. Like I wanted to call them up and be like, hey, man, don't you know the scam? Like, (laughs) How come you're not running this scam for me so you can push this through my insurance so that I can get covered for this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy that like insurance will not cover couples or families counseling in almost all cases. And the fact is like it's our couples and our families and our local communal relationships that are really the problem at the source of all these things, right? It's nobody lives in a vacuum. And so all these things create the environment of, of the struggle. And it's much better when we can address them at that level. Yeah. And I found it funny that like, I, if 
if I were in that situation, I would be totally okay with lying about it. Mm-hmm. But I was really uncomfortable, like talking to someone else about lying on my behalf. Like that yeah. was uncomfortable. I didn't want to ask the counselor to do that. <laughs> Ooh, is there people? I, I and I'm sure there are, but I feel like I don't know anybody that's comfortable asking others to lie for them. Yeah. Not personally or closely. I mean, I've. Huh come into contact with people but that feels weird that but you haven't had lucky. clients ask you that like hey can you or, no huh. no and i would i would be less inclined to do it if they did ask yeah it's weird like being set up <laughs> yeah it's like why why that's weird why are you asking me for that right like i don't know that is interesting that when people ask you to lie it it feels different. Would I feel better with like a wink and a nod? Like, I want to come for individual counseling because my insurance doesn't cover family counseling, which is what I really need. <laughs> like, wink, mm. wink. <laughs> no, it wouldn't feel any better. It would still feel weird. I, well, and I think that's one of the things I, uh, I came into when I was reading up on honesty was this idea that like most lying that we look at as bad. God, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. But it was basically the idea that the lying that's bad is when it is lying for the purpose of self-gain. Right. And so that comes into, like, I feel like that is someone asking me to lie for their self-gain. Oh, yeah. Which doesn't feel right to me. Even though I don't have any problem lying for their gain, (laughs) but I feel like that's altruistic. The (laughs) judgment you would place on. Yeah. That's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, And the other part of honesty I took away from listening before talking about this before was the honesty. I understand that we, or for me, what I understand in recovery is the self honesty that I need to get me through, uh, to cover like the nostalgia of using and, and mm. those things, you know, I heard in you and Jenny talk on the nostalgia episode about that euphoric recall and that kind of stuff. Right. Like that's where in my personal recovery, honesty is kind of hyper important. Like I can't diminish the consequences of my using. I can't, you know, minimize the, the things that I lied about or, or did to harm other people in my using because that, helps keep that euphoric recall going (laughs) right right yeah so that's and that's interesting so one of the things that i wanted to come into this was with the levels of honesty so i was trying Mm -hmm. to look up levels of honesty and what i found was there is no like universal levels of honesty there's a whole lot of different theories like one was like a list of five levels and first it was me being honest with me and then me being honest with you about me and then me being honest with me about you and then me being honest with you about you and then me being honest with everything about everything which was so (laughs) it was an interesting list but i I couldn't find much like i I, it just took it hurt my brain to kind of think more about yeah and honesty in that perspective seems almost like love like we use this word love and we all think we have a universal understanding of what it means, but that word can mean so many different things. You know, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my dog. I love ice cream. You know, it's like those aren't the same. Yeah. They all mean different things. You know, I love my friends, but do I love my friends the same as I love my wife and my kids? That's probably some difference there, you know? Yeah. But we use this word love, and when I say I love my wife or my kids, you probably think you know what I mean. Mm. 
by when I say I love my wife and my kids because you love your wife and kids. You know? Right. And we all right. think we're using this the same way. And I honesty falls into that same category for me. It's like there's that. I've heard it cash register honesty, you know, the money honesty, and then there's self-honesty, and then there's, well, I don't feel good, and I want to miss a day at work, and I'm not really sick, but is it okay to call the boss and say, oh, <clears throat> I'm not feeling so great, I'll talk to you tomorrow, like. That's self-care. Right. <laughs> it's not dishonesty. And it's like where that falls in this level of honesty or dishonesty. Well, and something I never consider generally, like when I meet a random person on the street and they're like, I love my kids. I don't ever think, oh, they probably love their kids the same way they love their wife. Even though we know that is true sometimes, right. unfortunately, right? Yeah. That's, that's, ugh, that's right. And hopefully they're not loving their ice cream the same way they love their wife. That's a little freaky, right? Well, I mean, maybe that one's all right, actually. But, right. Behind closed doors, you're good. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really fascinating, the different honesty pieces another one i found talked about level one of honesty is revealing the facts and it says the first level is about revealing the facts of what you've done and clearing up lies from the past have you here you tell your parents what you've done and you tell your partner when you've cheated and your friends when you've lied you're confronting and undoing the image you've been selling to everyone about yourself this kind of reminded me of like steps four through nine yeah. <laughs> it's like well that's interesting and then it goes on to level two, which is honesty about current thoughts and feelings. I was like, oh, that's step 10, right? Uh, it says the second level is about current thoughts and feelings. You tell the truth about how you feel, when you feel it, and reveal your secret petty judgment. This level confronts your learned habit of manipulating, strategizing, and having secret plans. And then it goes on to a third level of exposing the fiction. And it said the third level is about demythologizing yourself, which I like that idea, yeah. demythologizing yourself. It's about admitting you don't really know who you are and that you developed your act in order to not appear lost. It's a broader level of truth-telling that exposes the whole game. And I thought that was kind of fascinating, right? Because I feel like none of us do that. We all have this self-concept that we, we really... We're like salesmen. We sell it to ourselves. And we're like, yeah, that's who right. the fuck I am. That's who I'll be, right? And... No, we're not. We're we're just fucking blob of cells. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know six and seven stuff. Like I get into digging into what are really my assets and what are my character defects and and what what things have I told myself that really aren't true. And that's been super helpful for me personally. Like I know what areas I'm weaker in. I can be honest with myself. And for example, I'm not great at organizational stuff and I'm not great with money. And for the longest time, if you'd asked me, I'd have told you I was like, oh yeah, I don't want anybody. I'll manage my own money. I'm fine. Man, God damn it. I can take <laughs> care of myself. And then like that just kept me like financially all messed up. And mm. until I could like admit that and, and let my wife manage the finances and just be like, look, you take care of this. I'll let you know what I need. I'll talk to you before I go buy something extravagant. We'll talk about it. Like, I'm okay with that, and that – it wasn't that I was being dishonest about it before. I think I was more in denial, <laughs> but it took, like, some, some work to look at that and be like, oh, shit, I'm not good with money. And not only that, I've tried to be good with money, and I'm still not. So it's easier just to accept that, you know, the the self-honesty that I am a terrible money manager. Yeah, I did the same thing. I thought I was great at everything, and, and what I did was just not – 
see the places where I wasn't great and blamed others for why things didn't work out. And, mm. and yes, there's times when we can surround ourselves with people who are good at those things or hand tasks off to people who do them better. And there's also the ability that once we own, I'm not good at remembering things. Well, now I have a calendar list so I don't forget things, right? Like I can employ new right. tactics once I own my weaknesses or my shortcomings or things that just, I don't do well. I don't want to call them weaknesses or shortcomings. Like, I mean, what the fuck? We can't do everything great. Right. Like we just got to see that. Um, you know, that, that level three part goes on and talks about starting the process of acknowledging that we are a secret hero in our minds. Hmm. And I thought that was a fascinating way to I'm say it. I know I'm a hero. <laughs> right. I'm like running into burning There's buildings no and shit. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows. And it says, you know, praising yourself openly rather than trying to manipulate praise for yourself through others and bragging about things you pretend you don't care about. And that, you know, this idea that like we, we want this acclaim, acclaim or, or high, you know, appeal or whatever it is, high appraisal of ourselves, but we want it to come from outside of us. And I feel like that's all tied into that self-worth and, and low self-esteem and this idea that like I need others to rightfully put me in the place Validate. I need to be. Right? <laughs> Why haven't they made me king of the United <laughs> right. States yet? God damn it. I don't see. But do you find everywhere you go, you feel like, I should be running this shit. Like, why, <laughs> right. why did they not ask me to be in charge? I mean, I would do this so much better. <laughs> right. God damn it. So, yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting take on the levels of honesty. There, some other things I found talking about if you have someone's best interest at heart, might be a time when it's okay to lie. Hmm. Right. We we look at times when we say honesty always, but like looking at times when maybe it's better to be dishonest. And so if you have someone's best interest at heart and it says the classic examples of lying where it's detrimental and the most damaging kinds of lies tend to be those that promote your own self-interest at the expense of others. And I, I thought that was interesting that maybe the honesty portion isn't so much about being honest. It's about what are your motives, right? Another Buddhism thing, like what's your intention? What are you trying to accomplish here? And anytime you're trying to fulfill your own personal gain at the expense of someone else, that's really when you don't want to. Yeah. And I mean, this just reminded me of that uh, episode where we talked about these like recovery sayings and that one that spiritual principles are never in conflict. Right. And I don't know that I can say that's a hundred percent wrong, but it can get pretty tricky when it gets into this area of honesty and, you know, how do you, is it always possible? Is it possible to be honest in every situation and still be loving and caring? You know, mm. is is that can those two things exist at the same time? I mean, sometimes it certainly feels like they can't, <laughs> you know, and maybe I'm just doing it wrong. But boy, is that a fucking tough, tough road to find sometimes that balance of honesty and some of these other principles. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a, a quiz for us in a little while that I think is going to bring up some of those examples of, you know, when lying to protect someone we love or, or someone we care about might be best. Um, and that's another place where this goes into. It talks about pro-social lies. Fibs intended to benefit others can actually build trust between people, according to research. Hmm. And I found that to be interesting. And I, I look at that and I think, uh, so when it talks about, you know, promoting my own self-interest at the expense of others, I think of people who cheat in relationships, right? Their self-interest is to, A, have a new experience outside of their relationship, <laughs> but B, 
still be looked at as a good person. Mm-hmm. And that's why right. they lie and at the expense of, you know, their partner who believes they are being faithful. And then I hear this pro-social lies, the fibs to benefit others. And I think of like, yeah, this is when if I dealt with people trying to access, you know, government benefits or some other benefit that existed and the rules seem to be bullshit to me of why they don't qualify, I have no problem lying to benefit them, right? right? Like that's, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. I want you to get everything that should be coming to you in my mind. So have you ever had, and this just reminded me of a situation I was in, have you ever had a either friend or sponsee in recovery either ask you to write something or to show up for them at court on their behalf? I have not. Oh, okay. So I've had those situations, and that's always interesting because, Mm. of course, you feel like depending on what level of friend they are, like how much do I want to say, you know, what am I okay saying they're doing? (laughs) Why? Well, because who wants somebody that you know? Like, so here was the example. I had a a guy, I was sponsoring him. He was a couple of months into recovery at the time. He had been going to meetings and was doing some stuff and his uh, lawyer or whoever wanted some, a letter or something to take to court. And now this goes back a long time, but, um, and I feel like at that time I probably embellished a little more than giving like an honest assessment of where I thought he would be and of course he didn't stick around and stay clean <laughs> but it might have kept him out of jail and I you know I don't know if that's the wrong you thing killed him, like really right I could have yeah hey that could be <laughs> um no he's not dead but you know it's that that pressure of like oh I'm supposed to say a certain thing here and this is someone early in recovery. I don't want to mess them up and have them go to jail and have their. Well, right. And, and and honestly, I mean, according to this, and I would think so, too, you probably benefited your relationship with them by saying something closer to what they wanted to hear. Like right. that would be that pro-social fib, right? That. But why? I guess why the hesitancy? Like if they go to if they end up committing more crimes and going to prison, they're going to come back to you and be like, you wrote this letter, Billy. You're in trouble now. Like. No, well, it was just a matter of that uh, concept of, like, honesty at all costs, no matter what, you know, in that case. I don't know that I was honest at all costs. I didn't give, like, well, my years of sponsoring people, he's got about a 50-50 chance at this point <laughs> because he goes to meetings regularly. But, he, you know, <laughs> hasn't taken all the suggestions, which, you know, all mm. well, that's bullshit. But right. most people don't stick around anyway, so it's easy to say, yeah, he's here doing this, but most people don't make it. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like in that case, and maybe not previously, but I look at it now and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll say whatever. Like, who cares? It doesn't come back to haunt me in any way. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I I don't think it was the wrong thing to do. And I would probably do the same thing again, you know. I think it's worse when you're like telling somebody and trying to get them a job. Like, Mm. because then I feel like it has, you know, we talked about that a little in the work episode or whatever. Like, yeah, I won't do that for people for work. No? Nope. Not at all. Fuck court, but (laughs) work's different. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know why that's a different thing. I guess because it comes back to haunt you a little bit. I was going to say, I feel like some of that has to do with my personal uh, professional integrity. Your ego? (laughs) uh, Not so much my ego, because I know that's another one of those things where you can know someone and they have some great values and them still be either terrible employees or Mm. whatever, but... Just it's a there's a professional level of honesty to me that should trump my personal 
feelings. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I did ask a guy to come to court for me one time, and he was like, I don't go to court for people in recovery. Hmm. And I went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck him. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know that it would have made any difference, but hmm. I'm like, damn. I mean, were you in recovery at the time, like going to meetings and doing? So stuff? I had I had had like eighteen months about, and he had been my sponsor at the end of that time, and I used. I went out for three months, and I had come back and been back for like two months, and then I was going to court to face the charges that I had gotten while I was out there. So I, I was back and established, and he was my sponsor again, and we were like doing step work, and yeah, he was like, "No, I don't do mm. that." I was like, "Damn." <laughs> wow. It hurt my feelings just that yeah. he wouldn't show up, honestly. He missed his pro social lying yeah. opportunity. I mean, he could have just been pro social honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I just just showed a fuck up. Right. Um another time they say it's best to lie. Best to lie. That's mm. an interesting statement. Would be if there's no time to change. And it says, say your partner asks how he or she looks right before walking on stage for a speaking event or inquires what you think of the speech just prior to reaching the podium. Even if you were to notice a stain on their outfit or think the speech could use some work, the fact that they don't have any time to actually react to honest information or control the situation means it's best just to lie. Hmm. And I find that fascinating. Like instead yeah. of sending them in with, you know, those Low confidence bad vibes, or whatever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you don't tell the truth when there's no time to actually adjust to the information. Huh. And I think that's, that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. It says lying in this sense is seen as benefiting the other person because there's truly nothing they could do anyway. And so at least they're going in with, you know, that level of confidence or thinking everything's all right. Uh, it says if they do have the time to react, then you might want to reconsider the lie, though. And another time it says if you're giving constructive criticism is another time when it might be okay to lie. It says when sharing feedback, honesty is important. And while it's easy to use, I'm just being honest as an excuse for just being mean. Brutal honesty isn't always the most effective way to get your message across. Instead of telling a low performing employee that he's performing terribly, consider saying something like, You've had a rocky start, but everyone struggles at the beginning and then segueing into constructive criticism. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I could totally see that. That definitely sounds much better right. than you're a piece of shit. Right. This is never going to work. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I think that does give them the opportunity to, to do something different, right? It sounds a whole lot different, but we would say, at least what I've always been taught, always honesty. Right. That's what I've always been taught. You know, you're always honest to a fault. Yeah. Right. Or it's like that... Uh, dishonest by omission like if you just don't if someone asks you something and you don't give them the truth and that's dishonest right that's what i've heard yeah well and i think it is but i i think i'm learning that it's really not about 100 percent honesty that is not necessarily the goal for my right. life at least I, I don't know about anybody else right another time it says it might be all right to lie would be right before a special occasion um the debate over lying is not only about whether honest information can help the situation, but also whether the information is delivered at the right time. One thing people care about is whether honest information will distract them from something important. Example, you hear your friend's company is expecting layoffs right before they leave for their wedding. Do you tell them? And it says in these situations, people tend to appreciate withholding the truth until later. Like why ruin their wedding and honeymoon? This is... I mean, I get it. You want to be prepared, but if you're just going to worry about something the whole time you're away and have nothing you can control right, in vacation. it anyway, right. like what's the point? 
And it says, uh, if your friend is about to leave for their honeymoon, they won't be in a position to preemptively explore other job opportunities. While every situation is different, consider asking yourself whether honesty in a situation like this would truly benefit the other person or simply be a distraction to one of their life events. Yeah, and that, I mean, segues a little into our, uh, you know, the conversation we had around careers and, and jobs with Caroline. You know, there's areas as a supervisor at my work that I have or know certain information that it isn't necessarily helpful to the guys that work for me to to know you right. know like it's it's probably better that they don't know because one they're probably powerless to do anything about it anyway you know it's not something that's within their control and secondly it's just gonna create more worry and concern and and you know it's not gonna help anything it doesn't feel like to be honest about situations that are not within their control right right there's another piece of this that and this was more of a, a comment by somebody than anything but i found it pretty fascinating it said the truth in, is honesty is often a veiled form of self-indulgence and i was like well that's fascinating and it, it goes on so don't you don't yeah. look too confused but the, the idea that honesty could just be me wanting to unload some feeling i'm having which really was fascinating to me. And so it said, uh, when feelings build up, it's frustrating to sit with them. And of course, it feels damn good to release them. That feel-good sensation is a form of gratification. It's like an emotional poop, which provides an instant release of pressure. But when we dump emotional turds on others, we are flushing our relationships down the toilet. While we may feel temporarily relieved when we shoot off rounds of honesty we pay a terrible price for this temporary satisfaction as we harm our relationships and our own self-esteem because you don't feel proud of yourself afterwards and, and i found that to be fascinating there was another piece on here that was about brutal honesty and what that really means and like the three facts about people who are brutally honest the number three was that they call themselves brutally honest people yeah right but the other two were that like Facts are a very subjective experience. Like we, we call them facts as if they're universal truths, but the mm -hmm. people who practice this brutal honesty tend to share their opinions as facts. As facts, yeah. And, and really believe that they're facts. Like, and, and this person was somebody who worked in customer service. So they were relating that people would call up and be like, after a, a price increase, the people would be like, this service costs too much. That's just a fact. And stuff mm. like that. And he's like, what? And they would be like super mean about it. And and he would explain like, look, you know, this was clearly stated to you months ago. You have the option to not have the service. Like that's an option for you. You could switch services. Like any of these things are possible. And the people were like in refusal to accept that the price went up basically. Right. And it's like, wow. Yeah. So maybe honesty is this, this self-indulgence. This like we call it honesty, but we're really just don't know how to sit with the way we feel about something. And so we take it out on someone else through our honesty. Yeah. And in that vein, I was just thinking we, so my wife and I have been watching quite a few different shows lately uh, and recognizing how like the world portrayed through like whatever mainstream television Fucking people just lie all the time. Like, that is their go-to for problems, is yeah. just to lie. And that seems to be just completely okay with a lot of these shows. And as people in recovery, we kind of recognize it. Like, 
why don't they just tell the truth there? Like, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but I mean, I guess lying makes for good TV or something. But at least in her and I talking about it, we're like, is that really how the world works? Like mm. how the world sees itself is that people just lie all the time about half the time, very mundane things that aren't really that important, you know, but they'll still lie to for very self-interest reasons. Sad. I don't know. I wonder. I, I don't know. So that's interesting. So I'm trying to think of like people I know. And I mean, people I generally interact with, I assume are telling the truth most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely been around people who, who lie pretty much all the fucking time about anything and everything. And and sometimes for seemingly no reason. But it, it is fascinating. I wonder how much the average person actually lies. Well, I can say from my work experience that it does... It's surprising to a lot of people when we're completely honest about stuff at work. I mean, there's times we make mistakes or we tell people like, you know, we do troubleshooting on heating equipment. And there's not always like an easy, oh, your thing broke because of this reason and here's what it needed to fix it. Sometimes like you're doing a little bit of guesswork. Sometimes you just you ha you don't know. You don't have a good answer to like why your heater's making this noise. And right. sometimes we got to tell like, oh, we don't. We don't know, you know, we can start changing parts. If you want to start us, we'll start changing a bunch of parts. But a lot of times we go into it and say, look, we're not really exactly sure what's going on here. You know, if you want, we can start changing some parts and making some guesses. But if we're wrong, you don't get that money back or we can just wait and see if it gets. <laughs> and people don't always know how to take that or right. telling people like, oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. We made a mistake. You know, we made a mistake mm -hmm. and we'll. Take it, you know, and you'll get the, well, well, why? Well, because we're human beings and not everyone's perfect all the time <laughs> and, and shit happens. I mean, that's, right. you know, and people are often, I think they very much appreciate it, but you can tell that that's not what they're used to hearing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I would, wow. I wish there was a way to like, I don't even know how to state it, like how much I think the average person tells the truth versus lies. Like, I don't know if I give that in a percent or right. like, is it 50-50? I, I would bet. I would bet if I actually wrote down everything I did and had like a, a truth professor look at it, I would probably say I lie way more than I realize. Oh, sure. I don't well, how many people I just do. you ask them how they're doing and they're like, oh, I'm great. Oh, yeah. that's every fucking right. <laughs> everybody tells that lie. Fuck Good. everybody's so great, man. We should not be having all the strife we have in the world. If everybody's walking around so great, living the dream. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's Facebook. You know, is a just a not an accurate representation of their daily life. <laughs> like. This episode has been brought to you in part by Voices of Hope Inc a nonprofit recovery organization made up of people in recovery, family members, and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, harm reduction and support resources, and mentoring. Please visit us at www.voicesofhopemaryland.org and consider donating to our calls. ready to get into this quiz yeah let's do it all right honesty quiz question number one your very self-conscious partner has clearly gained some weight your partner asks you point blank if they look fat do you tell the truth no i would not
Do you lie? Um, so I would say something like, I think you're beautiful, <laughs> something along those lines. I would, you know. That that seems like totally avoiding the answer. Uh, that's exactly what I would you do. You would just avoid it. Yes. It's avoiding the answer a lie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. yes. I, uh, I would say it is. <laughs> that's why I said I would lie. I wouldn't I, I, be like, oh, no, I don't think you, you know. Hmm. But Do you, I, I feel and like that becomes my justification, though, because it's a truth, you know. Right, right. But well, and this is interesting. So they've gained some weight. <laughs> it doesn't actually say if they're fat or right. not. Like, and, and and what is fat? Right. I'm sure it's different right. for each person. And and are yeah, that's they? It. See, I've said a truth, not the truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a fascinating. I'm wondering, like, what would I say? I would probably try to acknowledge the reality and the feeling of it. Like, I think that's the route I would go. Like, mm. oh, I can tell you're really concerned about that. That that must really hurt your feelings to think that your worth is based in, you know, how you look or you don't feel good about how you've been treating your body lately. That's got to be really tough. Yeah. I feel like that's a great misdirection. For... <laughs> <laughs> sounds really compassionate, too. But I feel like that's a great, like, yeah, I can avoid answering this altogether with something really nice. Well, I, I don't know if I want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I don't think my wife listens anymore. <laughs> so, so she'll say things all the time about like plastic surgery in different ways. Like, oh, I'm going to go get this surgery or that surgery so I can be like so-and-so or whatever. And I'll say, oh, I don't, you know, I love you just the way you are. I don't want you to be fake or, mm. or be something you're not, which is kind of true. But at the same time, who doesn't want a woman with nice big full breasts or you know right. they look nice <laughs> yeah i mean my wife had had breast surgery here's the interesting thing i'd always thought it would be a great idea right and then after we scheduled it i got really really worried about it i was like what if she dies like going under anesthesia or something <laughs> breast surgery <laughs> right right i was like holy fuck or or how shallow does this make me or or you know what does this really say about me and her like do we not mm. accept like i'm trying to be this guy who accepts who i am and all these things and what does this mean about me and i don't know i can say the after effects is i'm very happy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i guess that makes me whoever the fuck it makes me but huh wow it's been nice yeah i don't know so yeah, I, I think no, probably I think if I was caught off guard, the probably the thing that I would answer about, you know, d am I fat or do I look fat would be like, I mean, well, yes, you have put on some weight, but you know, it doesn't look as bad as you think it does, or I, something along the lines of like it, it's not something. It's that's not how I view your worth. So like that's not right. everything I'm looking at when I look at you. And yeah, I would say that something along those lines. All right, so we don't tell the truth there. There's there's number one. We're liars on question one. <laughs> All right, question two. The person you've been dating for a couple months is excited to have finally met your closest friends. However, it turns out that your friends don't like your new love interest at all. When your date asks what your friends thought of them, do you spill the beans? <laughs> you say, my friends hated you. <laughs> hmm. Right? If my date asked... Like, how the... Yeah, Ugh. no, I'm lying. I ain't telling the total truth there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I don't think I would tell the truth there either. Wow. So we're liars on two of these already. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, how can you? Nah, my friends fucking hate you. 
Like what? <laughs> right now, what about the other way around? Would you, if your girlfriend hated all your friends, would you tell your friends? Ooh, probably not. Yeah, because that makes her that look way bad. Either, right? <laughs> right. I want all the people I like to get along with each other. I can't have you guys not liking each other. Right. So that's interesting because I've run into some people who talk about not liking their partner's friends or their partner's friends being bad influences. And I'm like, do these people have insight their partner doesn't have? And why are they with that partner if all the partner's friends suck? Mm -hmm. I don't think he ever listens to this. So I'll say my brother, like I, not the biggest fan of his wife, you know, but... I, I'm not gonna tell him. Yeah, huh. <laughs> like, somebody wow. else can tell him now. I guess I can't I believe I you told us. Shock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, we're we're liars, Billy. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is fucked up. You're about to have sex for the first time with a new love interest. Just as you're getting started, your partner asks if you've been tested for an STD. You haven't, but you're pretty sure you're clean. Do you tell your partner that you haven't been tested? Oh, fuck. Right. How hot are they? <laughs> right. <laughs> How long's it been? Since... <laughs> right. Um, I would think in my life now, I would probably be honest, but mm. probably 10 years ago, probably not. Or, you know, so... early in recovery, definitely not. Like or, or when I was using, definitely not any right. kind of like, oh, yeah, I got tested yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Just got the results back on the phone this morning, right. actually. I, I'm going to try to be self-honest here. I like to think that I would say that I have not been tested if I have not been tested. But man, given the right situation, I could definitely see me lying if it was something I didn't want to not happen. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put yes for that. That we would definitely tell. <laughs> Just because that might be no, that we would definitely tell the truth because oh. that, that might be the only one that we tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> your new mother-in-law gives you an absolutely hideous sweater for your birthday. What do you do? Only wear it when she's visiting. Wait a few months and then tell her you lost it. Admit that it's not your style. I would take it and probably never wear it. Yeah, it's not an option on here. I think I would do though, or. And if she ever asked, I would just say, oh, yeah, I don't know where that is. <laughs> I would say that I lost it. So I guess to say that I lost it would probably be huh. closer to the truth. I actually told somebody the other day, and I don't I, – that's interesting. So my, my therapy advice to people is lie sometimes. Like when it when the truth doesn't seem like it's going to be beneficial to anyone. Like I feel like you would hurt somebody's feelings possibly. Like you might be able to tell depending on this individual, but you don't know her like she's she's your new mother-in-law, right? Right. You might be able to tell her like, "Ah, I just don't feel like I'm ever going to wear this. Is there, you know, a receipt I can take it back and get something I'd like more maybe." But I feel like I think I told somebody the other day, hey, look, just put it on and go get like five different pictures of you in it in different places <laughs> with like your hair done different. And then it'll look like you used it a bunch of times. <laughs> and I just thought I would probably like lie about it. And then a couple of years later, like if if we maintained a relationship and we're open with each other, right. be like, yeah, you got me that sweater. That shit was hideous. <laughs> like, I never wore that. It went to trash. So later truth. <laughs> went to the goodwill. <laughs> yeah, right. Later truth. Does it hurt less later? Uh, well, that's where it depends on the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, hopefully you would know that person by then. 
as you mentioned, it's a new mother-in-law, so I don't know how they would take it. You know, there's certain people in my life that if they got me something I didn't like, I mean, if my wife got me a shirt and I didn't like it, I would be like, oh, that's not really my style. I'm going to take that back. Right. But if it was my kids, I don't know. I would probably keep it, you know? <laughs> like, mm. So it's not like a, I will always lie to spare someone's feelings. It depends on the person and how I think that's going to affect them. Huh. You don't think it would hurt your wife's feelings? Um... And no. why couldn't you tell your kids that? <laughs> because I would think so. And again, it would depend on the kid almost, I would say. Like Ooh. if they're younger. I mean, now they're getting a little older, so they're more like adults. Right. Um, but if it was my kid, I would want them to think that I loved it and that it was great and they so did a great job. Kids can't handle the truth. Uh, is it about they can't handle the truth or is it about is the lie going to be more hurtful than mm. just – saying it's great you know that's where it's like i I don't know that the the benefit outweighs the harm Hmm. i'm just gonna start wearing hideous clothes when people get into me (laughs) not lying no more god damn it uh things are financially tight for you so you decide to sell your car the car has broken down several times over the last six months do you tell your potential buyer yes i disclose everything that's wrong with it no way Kind of. I'll say that it may need a few minor repairs. Probably closer to the third, <laughs> although I will say that when we've – I am typically the yes, I'll tell them everything because we've sold a, a few things. We've sold campers and stuff that have needed work, and mm-hmm. if – when people buy shit from me, I will stand there and – start rattling off all the shit that's wrong with it when they buy it because i feel so guilty because <laughs> i've bought shit used and then i'm mad when i get a bunch of problems so. right so what we've done more recently is i let my wife handle that stuff because she's better at selling stuff than me and i i'll give them all the stuff that's wrong with it even if they don't ask <laughs> like, i'm not good at that stuff. damn so you copped out <laughs> i just avoid the situation where i have to decide if i'm going to be honest or hurt myself yeah that's where i just let my wife handle it that's the copping out part yeah yeah i'll I'll let her handle if she's gonna lie or tell the truth she can have that on her right even her on her conscience huh yeah i don't know i feel like this is why i don't ever want to sell shit to people no because i don't like it like if i sell some shit on ebay from time to time and i'll be as thoroughly honest as I can, right? Because I don't want people to be disappointed. Like, look, this has this little crack. Here's a picture of it. This is what it, you know, still works fine, whatever. But I have never wanted to sell, like, a car to a person, especially a person I know. Yeah, like, definitely not someone I know. No. Like, I'll just give it to the fucking dealership and yeah. they can give me whatever they're giving me. I mean, we're in that situation now. And, and I am, half of me is, I'd say angry, but half of me is torn on, we purchased a used car from my sister-in-law and she was the owner i've known her for 20 years been with my wife 20 years and she doesn't seem like the kind of person that would lie or take advantage of us but man we got this car and it needs a shit ton of work and (laughs) i'm like christ this car needs more work than it's even worth Mm. and now we just bought it from her and yeah, it's really awkward, and it makes me think: Is she a liar? Like, is she? Like, <laughs> she is did she definitely just rip a liar. us the fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't know if she ripped you off intentionally, but she is definitely a liar, as yeah. we have established. Everyone is a liar. That's true, but yeah, it, it feels very awkward. It, yeah, it we definitely has affected my view of her. <laughs> well, we bought a car from a dealership a while back, a few years back, and it was like 
3500 or something and that fucking thing has been a disaster of like shit breaking shit already broke mm. shit was cracked when we got it and like it's like fuck man that is a i don't want that i want like something certified from now on <laughs> like <laughs> fuck all that right all right question six you're oh we were i wanted to say you talked about does honesty afterwards hurt less and i don't know so i dated uh it was like my first love kind of and she had, after we started dating, like a month later, kissed this boy that she used to date at his house on the way home from school. All right, whatever. It hurt, but I got over it, moved on. So, like, three years later, we've been broken up for, like, two years. And she's like, remember when I told you I kissed that boy at his house? I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I slept with him. I was like, <laughs> oh. Now, looking at that rationally, it probably hurt less then than it would have when, when she actually did it. Yeah. But it still hurt it like still a motherfucker. Yeah, oh, it was like, ooh, yeah. that's brutal. You should have just never told me. Yeah, she must have not done that nine step with a sponsor. No. Nah. <laughs> she, she was clearing her conscience. So, And that's one of those things in our nine step what, you know, that it talks about when you make that amends. It's like, is it going to be harmful to other people for me to go be honest with them about a situation? Yeah. No. Well, and that was a situation. She was relieving her burden, but she gave it to me. Right. That's not cool. I didn't no, like that at, at all. all. Keep that shit to yourself. Hmm. Bad sponsorship information. Yeah. <laughs> your ex calls you out of the blue and wants to catch up. Do you tell your partner about the call? Yes. Yeah, I feel like I do there, too, because I don't really care. Yeah. That was an easy one. A cashier accidentally gives you an extra $20. Do you give the money back? Yes. Yeah. Same here. See, there's ways we're honest. Yeah. Not totally <laughs> shitty. You're on vacation in the Bahamas and you really, really want to stay an extra day. You could easily call your boss and tell them the flight was delayed. Do you get your butt home on time? No. No, if I really want to stay an extra day, I just tell. But I tell the truth. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just staying yeah, an extra same way. Day. I would stay another day and just say, hey, we're staying another day. Is it going to be a problem? Uh, see, I probably wouldn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, I would say it in that way and then be like, oh, well, I'm not coming anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. rephrase that. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I've, I've, I think I've learned to avoid giving people the option to like turn down what I want. Well, I'm it's like, funny mm -hmm. because I kind of have as well. I've, I've noticed that in my life. I will ask certain things even though I already know what the answer is. Right. But I'll ask it like I'm asking. Oh, uh, yeah. And I I've tried to get better at that actually. I don't do that much anymore. I'm like, hey, I'm not. It's not no longer like, can I call out today? I'm sick. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm not coming. Right. Yeah. The, <laughs> Very I've got the same. Yeah. This I've is what I'm doing. Hope that works for you. Right. <laughs> oh, here's one. You just had sex with your significant other and it wasn't very enjoyable for you. Do you tell them? I. This is a dumbass question, because when is it not? I was going to say, I'm trying to think of times we've had sex that's not enjoyable. Yeah. Does that exist? For, <laughs> not for, for men. men, I mean. Right, right. <laughs> really that's, a, a that's a question for a female, not really a man. Uh, I mean, no. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't imagine I would tell them. Yeah. I, I might. I mean, I, what could make it unenjoyable? That's what I'm trying <laughs> right. to I'm like. If there was something unenjoyable, could I, like, tell them, oh, hey, I wasn't really a fan of this. Let's do it more like this next time. But I yeah. can't even imagine what wouldn't be enjoyable. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we need we need Jenny or uh, somebody else on here to answer this. Caroline. Yeah. Somebody needs to come on and answer this for us. <laughs> right. Write in. 
ladies, tell us about your your unenjoyable experiences, and if you tell men when it's not enjoyable. And number ten, your boss's breath really stinks. Do you tell them? No, <laughs> no, I don't tell anybody when their breath stinks. I just back up five feet. <laughs> You're like, shouldn't we be wearing masks in this conversation? <laughs> <We're too laughs> right. It's COVID, boss. Yeah, haven't you heard about an Omicron here? <laughs> Here's a mask. <laughs> huh? Do I tell them? I I don't know. I think the situation matters. Like, are they getting ready to go meet the president or something? I'm probably yeah. going to fucking tell them. So I tell people, like, if they have something, like, on their face or if they have something in their teeth, like, that stuff. But bad breath is a tough one. I feel like, I don't know. That seems different. So going by our guidance earlier, if they were going to a special event to meet somebody important, so to speak, and they had time to change it, I'm probably telling them. Yeah. If they don't have time to change it, I'm like... Smell great. <laughs> yeah. And we have really awkward situations at work. Sure. Uh, yeah. So when we do service or we have a history of people that have like roaches or gross stuff in their house, like that's hard to be honest with people about. I like, imagine. Uh, we can't is. come into your house because you have cockroaches. <laughs> huh. So you just don't. I, I, that's interesting. Like you just don't go do it? No. Wow. Mm-mm. I mean, because would you want to be? So I try to deal with it like if it was me and I had to go to their house and I walked into someone's house and they had a bunch of cockroaches, would I want to be in there? You know what I mean? Would I want to put myself in that situation? No. Or basements that are full of asbestos piping or any other number of weird. I thought that was just part of the job, though. Asbestos is easier. Uh, well, the other one will be animals. People lock their fucking animals in their basement and then let them shit and piss all over the floor and then want us to go down there and work on the heater. Like, that's pretty gross. So, yeah. So there are definitely situations where we don't go into people's houses and, uh, it's pretty nasty. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh... And then what do you tell them? (laughs) Try to be honest with them on the phone about that. You gotta clean up your dog shit and get the smell <laughs> of the piss out i, I don't know yeah, yeah that's weird. that's what well typically we have a kind of wording i'll be like yeah you know the conditions there really aren't safe to put our employees in and unless it can be cleaned up substantially you know that would have to be done before we can come back and most people it's it's interesting most people when you tell them that will clean it up like they're they're aware it's just still awkward and uncomfortable yeah i bet it is that is fucking weird huh yeah, I'm glad I'm not in that situation. <laughs> so, your score is a 35. Although you recognize that honesty is generally the best policy, you also know that the truth hurts and can lead to arguments. Statistics show that people tell, on average, seven white lies a day from saying, I'm fine, we talked about that one, when they're having a terrible day, to complimenting someone on an outfit that they actually dislike. You are no exception. (laughs) You allow yourself the occasional guilt-free fib, depending on the situation and the importance of the withheld information. You probably don't intend to be dishonest when you do tell a lie. It's probably the most practical solution in a tricky situation. Of course, you may also tell a few lies in order to save your butt. But honestly, who wouldn't do that? As long as you use sound judgment, your lying is probably harmless. But think twice about the consequences before shading the truth. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's pretty accurate. (laughs) I'm just fascinated. I mean, coming from a place where it's like complete honesty and you got a fucking 35 and they're like, you passed. (laughs) What's the high score? A hundred. A hundred? I guess. (laughs) 
I'm assuming it Does was it like, give you any other results? Like, can you read what the other results are? No. Nah, oh, okay. No, but I'm assuming you gave a 35 out of 100 honest. Like, huh. I'm assuming you were honest less than half of the time in those situations they gave. So our society is full of liars. TV has it right. <laughs> yes. Yes, they have it absolutely right. People just lie all the time, and that's just the way it is. Even people who think they're practicing complete <laughs> honesty are only doing it 35% of the time. Wow. So yeah, that's fascinating. So what do you what do you take out of all this? Um for myself I try to judge my whatever white lies or dishonesty by what the impact will be and and how, you know, harmful or hurtful it'll be towards others. Um I minimize a lot of things if it's to a big company or a corporation or somebody that's not an individual and it feels like it's not going to be very harmful, it's way easier for me to to justify those kind of lies than it is to like my kids or my significant other or a close personal relationship. Like those are areas that I think are more sacred, mm. you know, and that, that it feels more uh, damaging to lie. So. Yeah. And I, I think this new concept of looking at it as a balance, right? Like it's not really about being a hundred percent honest. Like I've always considered that it is like this 35, right? And granted, these are very selected situations where we were talking about. And so maybe if you would just gave, maybe if they added in like normal everyday situations too, along with these very select, like hard ones, you know, maybe your score is like 60 or something, but it was more about being balanced in the middle than it was about being at either extreme, right? You don't want to be the zero or the hundred. You really want to be near the 50 of like, I'm taking into consideration honesty is important, but also taking into consideration people's feelings. And they should be lying 50% of the time. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. We should be misguiding no. people 50% of the time is the goal. No, I, I still think honesty is, if you can do it in a loving, compassionate way, is still what I want to do most of the time. I don't think that exists. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to wonder. I'm going to I'm gonna evaluate this honesty as more of a balance from now on and see yeah. what happens. Huh. I want to really see how often I lie, too. I'm still going to try to be honest as much as possible. Yeah. I, I don't want to lie when there's no reason to. That's right. for sure. But I, I think I'm just seeing a lot more cases where there might be a reason to. Now, granted, the lie I told last night, there was no reason for that. Like, I, I thought it was going to help me. But again, I thought it was going to help me. So here's a, a weird just a, with the lying. Like maybe we should be lying 50% of the time. Like when I go into whatever, Wawa, and the cashier behind the counter and saying, oh, you know, you look great today. Like whether she looks great or not. <laughs> like Just saying, you know, shit yeah. like that. Like it's probably a lie, but is it helpful? Make is it going to make her feel better? <laughs> right. Right. I feel like the world would be a better place. There you go. Go be liars. The world would be a better place. All right. See you next week. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us. <laughs>